Aloha, pumpkin. Why, aloha, sunshine. And I guess I say aloha, listeners, because there's no one else here. <laughs> very good, very good. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. We're so glad that you're here with us today. This because is lovely music, isn't it? Isn't it? So I'm playing yes, around summer. with the free trial of iTunes music. Or whatever the Apple Music, whatever the hell they call it, I don't know. Oh. Uh, and I'm letting it just kind of go. So I set it on Les Baxter, and I said, "Go play with yourself." And is this their answer to Pandora? It is. Okay. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how how this goes. I've been fairly happy with the music selections that it has been choosing. And exotic is a tough category right. because you know there's still a good deal of some of the great stuff that's not necessarily available. Right. Digital or otherwise. So, so far, I'm very happy with... So, we're, we're doing all Les Baxter today, okay? It's a little theatrical. It's a little it's a little tiki. It's a little... Uh, it's fun. I feel like I should be running up a volcano or, Ex- like, sacrificing a virgin. Well, and that's, right? what, that's what Les was great at because right. he actually did virgin a lot of... sacrifices? ...movie scores yeah. and things like that. So, you're feeling the right vibe. Okay, so... Our cocktail this week, we always start with a cocktail, and again, whether you join us for the cocktail, the conversation, the chit-chat, the tiki, etc., or in the rare case when Pumpkin and I are actually the two behind the bar, <laughs> the two original hosts of this podcast, there's probably going to be a little bit of uh, ranting and bitching about something, probably. What? Curtis, I'm not, I know Curtis would be really happy <laughs> if, if that happened. Uh, so I have in my hand Kahuna Kevin's Tiki Cocktails. Um, well, you know... This is his third volume already. Now, is this a complimentary uh, volume, book, for you? What do you mean complimentary? Where'd you get the book? Oh, well, you know, <laughs> oh, this, where did you get this the book? Was, or this where was provided by the, the author, and I, um, I had purchased the volumes one and two. Um, and so uh, Kahuna Kevin provided this copy, and I have been going through it. I received it yesterday. So, wow, yesterday. in order to choose a cocktail Ooh. from this book, which, seriously, folks, jam-packed. Uh, I believe um, 46-plus cocktails, if, if, I, if I read correctly. And you you really, there is, okay, so I, before we have today's drink, I have to tell you how hard it was to choose a drink that I could have with pumpkin oh my here God. in the lounge. And here's why. Really? Do we really have to go? She's a vegan. Oh, my God. Which most of these do not include right. anything that would have an issue with that. She doesn't like falernum, so that throws a drink or two out the window. <laughs> she doesn't like anything too spicy, that throws a couple of drinks out the window. I don't like anything that tastes like old man. Is that too much to ask? Well, actually, there's a whole chapter here called Drinks That Taste Like an Old okay, Man. No, of so, course there isn't. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Kahuna Kevin, again, this is his third volume. The cover of this one, it's, um, it's an all-black cover, beautiful art, and... We're going to try a cocktail called the Double Crosser. And I picked this one for two reasons. One, it meets pumpkin's needs. Oh, I think so. You. As I'm going through this book, I was like, oh, Starshine would drink this and this and this, and Kaylani would love this and this, and then Pumpkin would <laughs> like this. So there's something for all of my girls in this book. Now, did you mark the pages? I didn't. Appropriately? No, I just no, kind of, no, I know okay, where things okay. are. Now, um, uh, well, let's get the cocktail in our mouths, and then we're going to talk about what else I like about the book, okay? So um, I'm not giving you the recipe because you need to go to kahunakevin.com. 
you're gonna be able to get this book. You can purchase it there. I am also gonna put links in this week's show so that you can find Kahuna Kevin on Twitter, although a lot of you are very smart. And if you just, again, type in the name Kahuna Kevin on the Twitter, you're gonna find him. On the Twitter. The Twitter. Wow. Because I'm old, so I okay, call it the Twitter. The, yeah. the, you have to put the and article also, in front of it. On Facebook. He has a very nice page on Facebook mm. where he was all along while building this book posting all kinds of things about it. So I've got the drink and the shaker, right? And he says to shake this for 15 seconds. Entertain while I shake pumpkin. Oh, I didn't know. I, w- <laughs> I was so uh, mesmerized by your shaking abilities that I just uh-huh. I just blanked. <laughs> what you were really thinking was, have you been working out because your arm's a little flappy there? <laughs> Flabby or not flabby? I couldn't hear you over the shaking. Oh, muscles. Ooh, look at them go. All right, there. We've shaken. Okay, so I'm going to pour this into... I've got Big Richard. You've got Little Richard. Right. You can go to zentikilounge.com and click on the store page and get Little Richard because Big Richard is out of stock. Ooh. All right, so there we go. Okay, now it's time to now, taste. Now, what exactly are you pouring this over? This is quite the garnish. Well, the garnish is, um, it, there's a blackberry and an orange peel and two crossed pineapple leaves uh, because it's called the double crosser. Oh. So the garnish is themed to the cocktail, which I always appreciate. Garnish should represent what you're doing with the drink. So go ahead and give, really? a, give a little sip. Is that Cheers. a rule of thumb? The garnish a, should go along with Well, it's a the... rule of thumb for me. So for example, oh, okay. if I'm going to, if I'm going to have a drink, uh, the garnish should represent some of the ingredients in the drink, right? Mm. Okay. A little prick tease. Have, have, <laughs> a, have a sip. Zwack. Mm. Ooh. That was a hint. Now, what is that that's on my tongue? What is that flavor? You're getting good at this. You guess. Well, it's a little... It's heavier. Yes. So I know it's not Falernum because you said it's not Falernum. No, I don't do Falernum in drinks for you because you don't like Falernum. So something ginger maple esque. There is ginger and maple in this cocktail. (laughs) So great egg. Now we're talking Aunt Jemima? No way. Oh, okay. No, there's no real maple in that. Oh, okay. Great great A organic uh, maple syrup. And there is ginger juice. From Canada. Ginger juice in this as well. So, again, folks, to get the actual recipe, you do need to get the book, kahunakevin.com. You need to purchase it. It'll get shipped to you. It's got a beautiful cover. We're doing one drink this week. We're going to do another drink next week. And, you know, it is going to, from amateur to pro bartender, it's going to challenge you. So, and you don't even need to be a bartender. Home mixologist, you're good with this book. There are there are drinks like this one that, that are what six the ingredients. Skull? Is that what the little skull? Well, it says a represent? drink that'll likely get you stabbed in the back by your but best mate. But is this difficulty? Okay, so where was I going to go next with this? Um, you've already said where to get the book. Oh, and we're going to have links to find him on Twitter and Facebook, etc. And I want to make sure that everybody understands that this is the third volume, and that other volumes were created before this, and. I believe they're available in limited quantity, although I don't currently see them available on the website. Kahuna Kevin and I are going to chat about that right after this podcast, and I'm going to find out if there's still a way to get the old, older versions, the volumes one and two, which I have all three. So, and again, we're going to dive into another. I, you know, I'm I need to have more of this drink. Can we get to presents? We can, but I brought presents. The ginger and the maple syrup really, I'm in love with that. 
totes. I mean, the rum is outstanding too. Right. But but the the maple syrup and the ginger are fabulous, and I think. Um, Could you make a syrup out of it and like pour it on waffles? <laughs> a ginger maple. I think absolutely you could do a ginger maple syrup. Rum. Yeah. Syrup. Ginger maple syrup with Rum. warm warm apples over fresh pancakes. That would be outstanding. What about the rum? Drink that. Oh, okay. Don't pour it on your pancake. Oh, I thought Drink you it. Mix Drink it. In. Drink Drunken it. pancakes. Come on. Well, you may have just what created are you new? that. That sounds like okay, a, a, copyright, a Vegas co- breakfast. Drunken copyright, pancakes. Copyright. Can I do that? Verbally? Just by saying it. Copyright. No. No. That's not how it works. TM. TM. Drunken no. pancakes. No. 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 no? All right, let's go find the tiki mail sack. Okay. Okay. Presents. Okay. And we'll be right. Oh, one more thing. What? Cheers and mahalo to Kahuna Kevin. But we'll be right back. Tiki mail. Yeah, squish it. Squish it. Crinkle it. There you go. What do you think's in the sack? <laughs> I know it's in the sack. Well, I'm talking about the mail sack. Oh, sure. oh, I'm talking okay. about. That's well, what I'm that talking I don't, about. That I don't know about. All right. So well, why don't you tell me about your sack? This first email comes from Layton. Layton asks, I was wondering if you could explain the concept of tiki and the culture of tiki. Wow. Oh, that's sweet. That, there's no... Jeez. We don't have five hours. No, no. But I am going to give Leighton a homework assignment, and then w- Wikipedia. N- <laughs> no, no. Actually, it's not a bad spot. So I'm going to give. That is a loaded question. Well, it is because it's controversial, actually. Well, it starts with World War II. No, no, no. That's modern tiki. Oh. But he is not specific. I was wondering if you could explain back. the concept of tiki and the culture of tiki. So I, you know what? Not I, the history of I it. I would but interpret the... that as he wants to know a little bit about where did it originally come from, and then the culture of tiki is is today. I think I, I would. That's how I would look at it. So there are a couple of references that I think you should dive into if you don't already have access to them, and the book by Thor Heyerdahl, Kontiki outstanding Um, and it really it's about trying to prove that the islands were settled from South America out instead of from like Australia New Zealand over and so from Asia and that was controversial so there's also a movie that was just Made It is the newer version of the Contiki movie because there was a, I believe, um, 60s version of the movie. Don't don't get me. I, I don't know which decade it was. I'll be honest, because it was it was old and I didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> so why are you even talking about it if you've never even seen it? But the new the newer version, full color theatrical release just within the last three years is amazing. It is both available. You've seen that. Yes, I have. Okay. It is available in English and several languages throughout the world, and you can get it on iTunes. Is it like a documentary? It was on Netflix. It's... No, it's a no, the, it's, it's a theatrical it's a movie. Movie, movie. But it's one of those it's one of those movies that it's like a documentary, but a theatrical movie at the same time. You are literally learning about a true story, things that all really happened. Um, about uh, I mean, it, 
you just... Are we talking like King Kamehameha, like all the way up to that, and then the white people settling and like all the way up well, to that? Well, this is more modern than that. Slightly oh. more modern. Anyway. Oh. Okay. So there's a book that you want to start with. And then um, to really, really go into tiki culture today. So starting from... Are you talking like really the... World War One and Two and up to present time? Right. You want Sven Kirsten's Tiki Modern, giant, giant, giant hardcover coffee table book that is full of pictures and words <laughs> and words a as well. A book, yes, words get out. And uh, it they go into a lot about Whitco, which was uh, he was a designer. He played with wood a lot. Mm. Burnt, burnt wood carved with chainsaws. Super fun. Um, so we're going to discuss this a little bit more uh, next week's episode. And Leighton, if you are hearing this show prior to that, ask me a more specific question. More Pacific? Pacific. More Pacific. Correct. But I, I will go into it briefly, but we will only spend a few minutes on that in this podcast because uh, th- that's like a whole three hours. All right. So we have another email or two. Let's take a look at those. Let's see. Um, Pete asks, we have often heard you guys talking about the slots you like to play when you venture over to Las Vegas. Do you have any tips for the most fun, loosest, least complicated combinations for us to play when we take our trip to Las Vegas in a few weeks? We usually spend most of our time at Frankie's Tiki Room, hanging out at our hotel pool, and thinking of chucking a few coins into the machines this time. So... We were just in Vegas. Well, well, first of all, they don't take coins. <laughs> well, yes, they take bills. There are no more quarter buckets Let me have anymore. a little more of the double crosser. So there's no such thing as coin. They uh, ah, take dollar bills. Delicious. There's no cling, cling, cling. No. There's no carrying around Your payout bucket. will be via ticket. And, yes. But I think he knows that. I think right. Pete knows that. Right. Well, it's I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna start by saying that... There is a trend with the... We all have our own favorite machines we, do. we like to play. But there is a trend with the most popular machines that are based on like TV shows and certain movies where the minimum bet is like a dollar plus now. Yeah. Whereas that is very recent. That's like the last year. And I generally steer clear of those machines because everyone, well, not everyone knows, but the best payouts are when you're playing multiple bet, as in two, three, four times single bet, right? Right. Well, and if you're playing a dollar machine and you want to play two, three, four times single bet to get the best payout or even qualify for the progressive, the progressive. then you're, you're four or $5 in per spin. I don't like to do that on a slot machine. So, Pete, my advice is, you find yourself any slot machine, rinky-dink or not, with a theme that speaks to you. That you find something that you enjoy playing, and it wouldn't bother you if you lost money playing it. Well, sure. That ha- that is goes without saying. But here's... So, for example, there are actually a fair number of tiki-themed slot machines out there. Um, but you actually have to play them to find out whether or not you like the particular bonus rounds on those or not. So there's one called Contiki. Not related to the movie at all, but it just happens to be called that. And it's one of those five reel video machines that it just has one simple bonus round when you get three of the bonus symbols on the screen. It launches into a bonus round with three spins. 
but it has really cool music. It's very tribal, very jungly. Uh, the you hear birds in the background and. And it's very simple and it's kind of old, but you I like sure it. Sure, that's not the alcohol. No, no, no. <laughs> well, I mean, but that has when a lot to do with it. You start hearing birds. That that has a lot to do with it. So, but that's one of those ones where it's not my favorite machine to play. But sometimes I'm walking through a casino and I see a Poly- Polynesian or tropical or tiki theme machine, and I go, I gotta stop there. Okay, now here's one where I gotta tell you it's one of my favorites, and it is in the tiki realm. Zuma. Z-U-M-A. Oh, yeah. Zuma's been around for a while. I love the Zuma. Zuma is a machine that oddly combines croquet, slot machines, and many, many, many different types of multiple bonuses all within the same machine. It is interesting to listen to. That's the volcano one, right? It is. And it's got a big volcano up on the screen, and there's three different payouts it shows, and randomly, one of those volcanoes could pay out. I've never seen the red volcano payout, Um, just the blue and the green one. The red volcano is usually $1,000 plus. The blue and the green ones are anywhere from $5 to $45. But but it's a really cool machine because the music is great. The bonuses are super fun. You can choose, when you get to the bonus, you can choose if you want to uh, just, like, take the money and it's usually a lesser payout, or if you want to do the skill-based one where you actually have to shoot things and, and stuff. So you've got this little frog, and the frog spits out these balls, and then if the balls line up to three or more of the same color, then you get bonus symbols, and then there's these tiki, oh, it's there's compli- tiki gods. And there's, and yeah, and it, it is, it's a slightly Mayan-slash-tiki theme, but I like Zuma, and it's super fun. Um, and it's a 50-cent minimum bet, and I find that the payout on that, whether you choose the $0.50, cent, dollar, dollar $1.50, etc., the odds of you winning good amounts of money are pretty much even on all bets. Right. And I love that. You don't have to go to max bet to win more. And Zuma is in a lot of the MGM and Caesars Harris casinos, so it's kind of all over Vegas. My next favorite slot machine is... It's Mad Men now. It is, it is really because wow. I well because now Mad Men goes with mid-century modern. Right. The music is a little right. kitschy. The whole decade of the I have 60s never seen one episode of the show, I, and I cannot believe that. I cannot <laughs> believe that you've never seen one episode of Mad Men. But the machine itself is a little that mesmerizing. Oh, and by the way, Pete, if you're not willing. Like on the one of the biggest fancier new machines that has the like the display up above it plus mm-hmm. the display you sit down at. Oh, and That's by the way, another 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 clue here. When you're playing the newer slot machines, they're almost always going to have a chair that has speakers inside of it so and that you're getting surround sound. And it vibrates. So sometimes you'll sit down at one, and the first thing I always tell people to do is usually on the bottom left of your screen is the volume. Adjust the volume. Turn the volume up so that you can fully enjoy the surround sound in your chair and, you and your slot your machine. Money. Exactly, but make you're having more worth, fun. Make but it you're having worth more fun. Losing your money. It's your entertainment. Sometimes I play slower until the cocktail waitress gets her butt over to me and brings me a drink, and then when I have my drink and I drink, that is sexist. I drink <laughs> according to what I'm playing. So when I was playing right. Mad Men in Vegas on this last trip, I was drinking Manhattans and old fashions. Old fashions. And when I'm playing the tiki machine. I order a Mai Tai. Exactly. So I also drink to what I'm playing. Now, what about oh you, my. Pumpkin? Oh, my. What's your, what are your top two favorites well, right now? Well, you know my go-to, well, number one, sex of course, is Sex in the City. Which I still love. I still love. I still win lots of money on that. And I have to say, one of my new favorites, 
Wonder Woman. <laughs> well, yes, Wonder Woman has not paid me very well but lately. Gold, but gold Wonder Woman, not Silver Wonder Woman. No, it's not silver. There's Wonder Woman Gold, and then there's Wonder Woman Wilds. Gold right. Wonder Woman the, is better. N- yes, I agree. Not the World War II Wonder Woman. Right, not that one. 1970s Wonder Woman. Yes. And so Wonder Woman's kind of fun. Now Her bonus round is so paying, fun. It's like being in the episode. The, yeah, so you're paying more for the experience. She you doesn't are. pay out. I did win the blue bonus one time. Um, which was only like 11 bucks. But I do like the Wonder Woman, the Sex in the City, and also well, Wizard, Wonder Woman, Wizard of Oz. Wonder Woman, I won like 200 and something yeah. bucks one time. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm going to tell you a machine to stay away from. Stay away from the Michael Jackson. He'll I've touch, your, he'll touch your children Jackson. and he'll take your money. Ooh, I've never played the Michael Jackson. I've never had any interest. And in, I did like the Mad Men one, though. That yeah, was fun. Mad Men is That good. was fun. I'm Took trying to think money. if there's any other tips. So, I, th- I mean, I think, honestly, we've given... So Go with what calls to you. Go yes. with what you enjoy. If you're not feeling it, But you if know, it's one of the newer, more on. modern machines that has the surround sound and right. the big up and below screen and all that, you're, you're probably not going to win a lot. be willing to put in a yeah. $20 bill... And lose it. And play it through. Mm-hmm. And you will mm-hmm. you will half the time walk away with even or more, and half the time you will walk away with not even a penny. So slow it down so uh, the slow cocktail waitress yeah. comes yep. to you, and you at least get, you know, enough booze to cover the cost. One last tip, and then we move on. Okay. Do not play time-based bonus round slot machines. Meaning, there are some slot machines where you have to keep hitting the spin oh, button in order to right. remain qualified for qualified the bonus. Qualified for the bonus. Like, there's the big uh, fishing game, and then there's, oh, like, the Ghostbusters the one. Ship. And the, Yeah, don't play those. Because you have to keep hitting spin, or you get disqualified from the bonus because your little timer runs out. And then, F that. F that. Don't do that. Just F it. Just F it. F it all the way. So, Pete, I hope we answered your question. <laughs> uh, and I think we have one more email. Um, well, so Wright wrote in last week and he said, uh, Mahalo. For, oh, no, no. That's me replying to him. <laughs> maybe we maybe we don't have another one. I, you know, I've been drinking. Were you just going to read your reply to someone's Nope, that's it. That's all we got. Okay. Now, let's go to, um, we had a Facebook oh, comment. Oh, okay. So, let's look at that. Um, so we're, well, we're just about, we're just about done with the mail segment here, but we had a couple of Facebook comments. Um, and one was, uh, and again, so I, I said, Hey, look at sunshine and pumpkin. We're in the lounge. We're not in here very often. What do you want to know? So Pete asks, uh, this is a different Pete. This is Peter Flesses, who is also, uh, in the Revomatics, which we were going to play on this show, but my ass has been so busy with work. I have not been able to, um, find time to do a, uh, interview with them via the Skype and or um, FaceTime so that we could actually have Pete on the show talking to us talking about the about band it. and the music. Well, yeah, because they have, have a new album that was you really... You will have to set that up. But you can go to therevomatics.com and you can also go to iTunes and get their newest album. It's on iTunes now and it's called We Come in Peace. So I, I do recommend that. Now, the alien Peter thing? says, what is the current state of Tiki? It seems to fade in and out of popularity. Mainstream retailers always seem to be good gauge for that. Uh, in fact, at one time at Target, they used to have a whole lot of Tiki-related items. Now I can't find any of those, etc. Well, that's, that's another true. loaded question. It, it is a loaded question, but this one is more simple. It's just total hit and miss. You right. Just, yeah. So, um, you want to talk about the Home Depot? Bingo. So actually, somebody replied to Peter's comment and said, have you seen the Tiki Diablo stuff? 
that everyone is posting right. on Facebook. So basically, everybody in Southern California anyway, I don't know if this is nationally available at Home Depot or not. But, well, if but you're this in, is the time of year for Tiki, If you're in California, summertime. Tiki Diablo, uh, a, a fairly well-known artist in the Tiki world, been carving for a very long time, did a line of Tiki's for... Home Depot, and they are available in anywhere from like you could probably get them online. Eighteen inch, think? well at HomeDepot.com, yeah. yeah. Eighteen inch, all the way up to I believe uh, four and a half feet tall. They're huge. So I have a four foot one out front that I purchased, and then I have two of the smaller ones. You know, the one thing that is just super cool, and I don't know if this one is Tiki Diablo or not, but along with their summer promotion that Home Depot has, is it's it's a half a half of a um, clamshell and it's, it's like a giant planter and it's oh, super cool. you see cool. all those like everywhere. It's super cool. But the Tiki Diablo stuff is really cool and so they're like, they're, um, they're a ceramic cast Tiki. They're painted very well so they're very colorful, very nice. There's Marquesan, there's uh, Hawaiian, there's, you know, real authentic um, looking carved Tikis but they are a ceramic cast right. versus carved wood. Well, and this is the time of year where Tiki usually comes out, summertime. Yes. And now everything is starting to go away. So if you're in the market for, you know, if someone's going to have a Tiki-themed birthday or Tiki-themed holiday, you need to get the stuff now because it's usually on clearance because they're going to start getting stuff in for fall. So if you're so looking go for get Tiki, it. now's your time. Summertime is Tiki time. But back to Pete's question. Pete, you're right. The best places to go are the Tiki weekend meetups, um, things like that, you're going to find the real artists. Have you ever checked out like Retro Planet? No. Retroplanet.com. They have some uh, tiki section there. Yeah. But yeah, online, Amazon. When I was looking for some stuff for you, Amazon, surprisingly, has tiki's like organic tiki wood. It's bizarre. Organic tiki wood? Yes, I'm not Did you just make that up? No, I did not. It's organic like tiki's, but... They're carved out of organic wood. I don't know. What? For reals. For reals. I'm going to have to look into Amazon. that. Amazon. All right. You if you want to send us comments, send that to mail at zentikilounge.com or you can correspond with us on Facebook and or Twitter. You'll find Zentiki Lounge in all those places. And if you go to zentikilounge.com, you can also click on the mail link and you can send us an email directly that way, which is what most people do. Now, Pumpkin really wants to give me a gift. No, not just a gift. Well, we're gonna hit. We're gonna pause here. We're gonna pause here for a moment, and we're gonna do that, and then we have some other stuff to and or uh, talk about and or bitch complain about. We'll be right back. Good evening, beverages. Presents. Okay, pumpkin. Presents. What do we have in this bag? Okay, so it's a little belated birthday present, um, but not bereaved, but belated. Belated birthday. Um, so you know how, or I know how you like to collect um, alcohols from all over the world. I sure do, and I and like to drink them too. I'm hoping that one set you've never heard of before. So I brought you back liqueurs from uh, Mallorca, which is a Spanish island, and Italy. Well, I'm reaching into the sack now and pulling out the first Oh, thing. the Mallorca. Tres hierbas. Have you this- ever heard of hierbas? No, I have not. Okay, there's three different kinds of hierbas. Can I just tell you that... What? The bottles look like... Hierbas de Mallorca. The bottles look like butt plugs. I... Okay. 
But what does it taste like? So there's three I'm different flavors. I'm sure it tastes flavors. delicious. And, I, and actually, they're nice, cool glass it bottles. It goes from they savory just... to sweet. Now, the sweet is more for the feminina or for the women. Um, but there's three different flavors, and it's the official liqueur of Mallorca. Well, I'm going to like trying that. So I thought I always try now, and find you the most rare. I might only I might be able to sip one of these, but I can't try them now because no, you may Pumpkin not. and I had to very carefully schedule yes. the time of this podcast because she said, yeah, I could do it tomorrow morning. And I'm like, great. And then she goes, but I have a massage at 3 p.m. So I have to be done before that. And I go, well, I have a massage at 1 p.m. So I have to be done before that because our lives are really difficult. That sounds horrible. We sound horrible. We got to make sure that our housekeepers get into the house and we got to make sure that we get to our massages. And let's get into the, um, what is this? These are first world problems. No. Um, like, oh, alcohol that I brought back from Europe. So I've never, so I've never okay. tried that before. Yay, yerbas. And so, so Mallorca, that, I can't say, that's an island. Yerbas, Mallorca, it's an island. Okay. Like how far, how far off the coast of Spain? Like, I don't know. Like Catalina close? Yeah, or? it's just like a Catalina. Okay, but, okay. Now, now I'm not. reaching in and I'm now, reaching I'm in. Now I'm sure you've had these. Up, yes, so. I had to have those specially wrapped. And let me tell you, these are like candy. They are tasty, tasty, tasty. You need to put them in the fridge after you open them, though, because they do have... So it's a, a limoncello, a orange... No, is that cantaloupe cello? A cantaloupe liqueur? And what is this one? Pistachio. Oh my God. Let me think. I might be lying to you. Let me see. Yeah, no. Oh, wait. Lemon, I think that's pistachio. Yes. Um, producer, so what I, producer Tim should not have that one. So Italian loves. This uh, is pure candy. Like So, okay. Just, so, lemoncello. So sweet. Creme de lemoncello and creme de melon. I have never seen these looking cloudy before, and that means they didn't overly filter them, probably. There's, so cream, probably, there's cream in them. Oh, okay, that's why. Got it. Oh, They're creme cream. de, yes. Um, these are going to be but super fun. But these are fun. from Florence, and they are very tasty. Now, I was trying to find, they had a coconut one. Um, oh, but first thing I do, I have to look to the back and find out what the alcohol I content couldn't. is. I couldn't. And it's it's 30%, so that's good. Yes. I don't like something that's yes. like 15% alcohol, no. and I'm like, sugar, sugar, but. They're tasty. They are very tasty. Did you have some? Um, yes, I sure did. I cheated a little bit, and I did have some limoncello with cream, um, and they are yummy. And these that's the one thing about trying to bring back alcohol and liquids from other countries is... Yeah. You can only bring back so much. So these were, they had like five or six different flavors, but these were the only three. Mahalo. That, so I think that's the I'm pistachio gonna, so one. So I, I have to be at work at 4 a.m. tomorrow. Right. So I'm going to have one of these as a little bit of a kiss goodnight. Yes, no, limoncello, oh, maybe one, maybe this is a regular limoncello and that's the melon. I don't know, they're alcohol and they're good. And uh, so here, happy birthday. Happy belated birthday! You could probably down the whole box. Just put it in the fridge. I well, you if know what? I'm gonna. I will put it in. I will put it in the refrigerator before I leave for my massage. And then when I come back, um, it's already going to be time for me to winding down my to wind down my evening. 
And um, really, because at, at two o'clock in the afternoon, you're. Really... I have to be at work at or at four a.m. tomorrow. Oh. That means I have to get up at two thirty a.m. Okay, I'm sorry. Again, I totally lied problem. to you. One is regular limoncello, one of the cream, and then one of them is the um. Well, the I'm cantaloupe. sorry. I'm gonna love it just the oh, same. Oh, I thought I brought you back the pistachio one. Oh, I was just I was just looking at the pictures of us drinking Kahuna Kevin's uh, cocktail, uh, the double and? crosser, and uh, they're they're good pictures. Wait, how are you looking at pictures while I'm talking? I can multitask. Oh, okay. I can still listen to you and look at a picture at oh, the same okay. time. Um, so I have a, a few things that I jotted down. I I, I want to drink those now, but I can't. I won't be able to drive to my massage. How about a little sip? How about we pause and you just take a little sip? Open up the herbal just, ones. Open up the herbal ones. Because I don't feel like that needs to be refrigerated as the much. The yerba? Yeah. To bust that box open Do while I'm talking. Do you want the sweet ones or the stiff ones or... Um, let's go, let's go not sweet, not sweet. Okay. Oh, look, um, look, there's a label along the top that I have to rip. Oh, it's from España. Yeah. Oh, okay. There, so I broke um, the label okay, there. Okay, you now broke stick the label. Right there. Now, it's so dark in here, I actually cannot see. Did you? Okay, so this is where we kind of bitch about stuff. So, um, okay. everyone's familiar with uh, the GOP, the Grand Old Party, right? Sure. And, um... Again, I don't know what website this was, and again, just because it's online doesn't mean it's true. Because I'm not stupid, but right. um, a little a little uh, website, um, and I I want to say it was factchecker.org, which is probably the most respected. But just kind of did a, a quick. Would you like dry? Yes, I don't want sweet. Would you like? No. I want dry. That's sweet. Let's just go dry. Pumpkin. I, you're just like my or fiance. Like a, a, I will have already decided on what I want, but no, he still has to me- go. Mezcla. And what about this? And what mezcla. about this? Do you want a mix or do you want just dry? Dry. Okay. And um, oh my gosh, it looks like I dream a genie. Or a butt plug. This is what a butt plug looks like. I wouldn't know. Then why are you saying it looks like a butt plug? Well, because I've been to Gay Pride. I know. So I but technically it know, looks like but a I genie you know. bottle. All right, me, are you talking about the ISIS flag? <laughs> yes. Did everyone see that 15-minute segment on CNN when they thought they were talking about ISIS the d- sponsoring the gay pride parade in San Francisco? <laughs> now, come but on. it was really a, a flag on. with butt plugs come and dildos on, on let's, it. Let's because, think about that. Because let's CNN and Fox that. News are the stupidest goddamn excuses for anything intelligible available. I thought it was English pride. I thought it was today. in England. I thought it was, well, anyway. Uh, um... All right, so I'm going to open this up. And okay. tell the listeners what this is again. Yerbas de Mallorca. It's a liqueur oh, that's... you wouldn't like this. No, I would not. That's why I bought them for you. It smells like uh, Pernod or... Um, Should I take a Anisette? picture of you taking and uh, drinking it? It's no, looks, that's It looks right. pretty. <laughs> oh, that tastes like a black jelly bean. <laughs> that's delicious. Oh, ew, good. That's a, well. That that would be very good for the tummy as well. Oh, after a large meal or before one. Really? No, as it an, literally as some sort of you smell aperitif. It. Oh, that anise. It tastes exactly a like a black jelly bird egg. Wow. I like that. Okay. And so now when it comes to jelly bird eggs and jelly beans, for example, I'm one of those few people that will pick out all the black ones. It's my favorite flavor. Saber the nature. <laughs> That's what the uh, slogan That's is. That's tasty. And that would be excellent over the rocks. Oh, well, there you go. Happy birthday. Thanks. And you still have a mixed one and a sweet one. 
So the grand old party, they so factchecker.org or one of these organizations, they did a little study to find out which which major party. And again, I'm not affiliated with any major party because I'm too intelligent for any of them because they're all a bunch of liars, cheats, and scandal. You know, it's just it's horrible. whoever's paying yeah, them off. Right, right, right. Um, but the GOP was found to be most often. Um, you're going to find that they uh, completely made a fraudulent statement and or misled you but from did the you truth. Really need and to, or, did you really need to read an article about that? Um, Isn't that just and like then, common And then knowledge? the Democratic Party follows after that. Right. Um, but who? actually, that's not technically true. If the Tea Party is considered an actual party, the Tea Party is actually um, more... More, they're more far from the truth than even the GOP. Hyper, hyperbolic. Yes. So they're even further from the truth than the GOP. And then would come the GOP, right. slightly more, less full of bullshit, and then the Democratic Party after that. Right. And so one thing I find super interesting is it has been a trend for approximately 12 plus years now that uh, GOP party candidates... Um, you know, you have to release a book, right? You have to have a book that talks about your platform oh, and your yeah, beliefs. Yeah, yeah. Mitt Romney did Guns it. And Bush Jesus did it. Uh, um, Huckabee did it. They all did it, right? And they all—they're all of their books have been on the New York Times bestseller list, or have they? So there's oh. this fun little thing that the GOP has done that the other party has—the other major party has not done—and that is. They make they, uh, they make a whole they, yes they use their political donation campaign parties to buy up giant bulk orders of their, their book to make money? it look like to make it look like their book is on the bestseller list when it's not right right that's goddamn bullshit that's like that would be I mean that's like it wouldn't make me want to buy it anymore it's I'm like, like oh, Donald Trump like- it's like Donald but a lot of people do buy books based on being on the bestseller list or then the top go, ten or etc yeah. And I, I find that that's, I mean, that's just horrible. That you buy tens of thousands, 20,000, 30,000 of these books, you give them out at your speeches, you give them out at places, or in the case of Mitt Romney, he said, oh no, I don't want a speaking fee, but everyone who comes has to buy my book. Right. So that his book could be on the bestseller list, and he could then go and say, my book that's on the bestseller list, your book is not really on the bestseller list. You made people buy it to hear you speak. Right. God damn it. It's all how you work it. It's all how you work it. Now, traditionally, though, when a president is no longer president, they are, I don't know if they're required, but to kind of like write write their memoirs. Well, right. And they went through the last couple of uh, Democratic presidents and or Democratic candidates, candidates, whatever. None of them guilty of this falsifying numbers on the right, bestseller list. None right. of them. Just none of them. They actually ended up on the bestseller list simply by selling their book. Right. I'm, I'm liking Bernie. I'm liking Bernie. I don't want to... Oh, no. No, no. Oh, no. I don't want to I don't want to preach the Bernie right now. <laughs> um, oh, oh, you preach the Bernie? So, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so let, let's just look at the front runners he right now. He doesn't take PAC money. We've or got, supposedly. We've got Bernie Sanders, who is a Democratic independent. Is that right? I don't know what he's actually classified. I don't now, know either. But I think he's probably had to change. And then to there's and then there's and then there's Hillary, Hillary, who she's got her little scandal going on. Mm-hmm. And then there's all fourteen candidates from the Republican Party. Is it fourteen now? I thought yeah, it was more. I think it's fourteen. Okay, are we at fourteen? Are and, we holding it? 14? And they are all pretty much guilty of saying something like, Ugh. "Screw the Mexicans," or. 
Uh, gay marriage is going to. We're gonna all burn in hell. Right, the whole country's right. going down. We're all um, gonna start screwing animals. Build, build a fence. Uh, you know, all all kinds of things, and you know, the and, usual, and the usual. but as long as and they want to do all those things, as long as it also includes uh, giving as many handouts to the rich as possible. Exactly, um, and that's how I feel about that. And now, but then to play both sides of the fence, President Obama for pushing through this trade deal. It is horrible. It is absolutely horrible. It is terrible for America. It's terrible for the world. And taking. Um, Taking Indonesia off the list of worst offenders for human rights violations <laughs> and slavery because they are literally modern time and they're enslaving people. It is rampant. And to take them off the worst list and moving them up one notch towards better, just because in words they said they were maybe going to pass a law, maybe going to do something about it, but haven't done shit yet. He moved them off I've, the list. I've known that since um, I checked my Barbie's butt in the 70s. <laughs> So you know what I mean? I hate them all, except I'm quite liking the Bernie. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. liking the Bernie. Because I actually, I read a lot. I think I'm liking the Bernie. Except for his hair. I haven't found out one thing about him I don't and like, And you really. know what makes me sad is he probably will not get the nomination. Because he doesn't take back money. Let's pull this off. We can okay. do it. Okay, okay. All right. Bernie. And Bernie, please don't do something stupid that makes me have to hate you. Please. No, Please. No, but he I could. Think... They all could. Yeah. Just don't. Okay. Um, freezer funk is bad. What? I'm changing the subject. Okay. So, um, I make a lot of, I cut up a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables, right? And then sometimes I put the tray into the fridge to chill, right? And then that sure. aroma wafts over into the freezer, but I make cocktails and now I've got freezer funk in my ice. I cannot well, tell you the number of times that my ice and my cocktail, I'm like, is that green onions in my Manhattan? Well, you need to and, seal them better. I don't well, know. yes. So you have you have you have one option. You can seal them in something airtight, but sometimes you don't want to do that because you want to chill quick, and so they need to be open and available and open to the air, etc. Or you want to cool something down after cooking really quick, and so you kind of need it open for a little bit. How so about an ice bath? How about that? You could ice bath stuff. Yes. Ice baths are good because it also this helps you go through. not that really big of a deal. It also but, helps you go through the ice in your ice maker because right. sometimes it sits there too long, and that's yeah. why it gets funk. But yeah. all of the baking soda things in the world don't get rid of that live, real-time happening funk. Just keep airtight, like, sealed something. Well, this is just something and that's in been a drawer. bugging me. It's been bugging I'm me lately. I'm sorry. You're not. I'm sorry your Manhattans taste like chives. Your fresh-cut chives from the front yard. Again... First world problems. Have you... Did have, they spell your name wrong on your Starbucks, too? <laughs> they usually do. Oh. Have you um, stayed at an Airbnb yet? An Arabian B&B? What? You know what I'm talking about. No, what did you... I honestly just... Airbnb? Did, a what? You go to Airbnb.com and you... What? And you look at... And you look at places you can stay, like other people's homes, and you stay at a oh, room in their house. Oh, no, 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 I don't do that. That's creepy. I just stayed at one in San Francisco, and it was a great price, and we were right close to everything, and it was they were nice people. It was wonderful. I know. Stranger danger. See, that? I wanted to ask you about it, because... Because, no, that's... Uh, people you, do that, and that's outside of my comfort zone. Stranger danger. They could be axe murderers luring you into their house at a great price, and then they're filming you being But then they wouldn't creepy. get they wouldn't be getting good reviews and then, if they killed you. But then they chop because those are fake reviews. 
They no, write them themselves. No, they don't. You can't. I just say it in someone else's house. I don't know. That's kind of well, weird. Well, okay, then we won't go more into it. But I had a great I experience just, with I it. Because I just stayed. And if, you travel if, a lot, so I wanted yeah, to ask you about it. No, I was just. I just came back from Napa, and we stayed at a inn up there. Um, but it wasn't owned. I mean, like people were not in there. People. There were no other people. There were no other people in there. A little um, spirits, yes, but not people. But okay. Just, so now no. I had another comment here. So you travel a lot. So stranger danger. And you've been to, no. you've been to Europe and other places no. recently. So yes. what are people saying about Americans right now? What are you hearing? They they like Americans. They don't like our government policies. Um, but to tell you the truth, and I don't I, like really Americans or our government policy. To tell you the truth, I don't speak English when I'm outside when I travel. I don't speak English. And you, when you, you go to Vulcan or Klingon? You, no, Spanish. <laughs> and or French. And when people when they ask you where you're from, um, you of course, you know, say um, if you say the United States, you kind of get a eh. If you say California, you're okay, though. It's bizarre. Um, and so when they find out you're American, they're kind of like, eh. But if you speak Spanish and you can pretend to be from somewhere else, you're good. Well, why don't so you pretend you're from Mallorca? Mallorca. <laughs> no, they know I'm not Spanish. They know. France, I can get away with it. France, I'm good. Because you're uppity. But in Spain, they know I don't speak Spanish. Yeah, you're an uppity French French. I can see that, yeah. So I can kind there's, of get away there's with There's wonderful, being... nice French people, I'm just saying. There's that no, stereotype. No, I love it. But, I love you know. it. No, that, I've never had a bad experience in just France Just like there's the whatsoever. stereotype that all Americans are stupid and eat... And eat uh, well, they usually are. Yeah, they really are. Because, yeah, yeah, places where they're being loud and obnoxious, guess what? They're probably American. Um... But for the most part, people aren't in your face kind of rude to you. They're just kind of like, oh, you're American. Um, but if you make an effort to speak their language, even if it's just hello, thank you, goodbye, they're good. If you go up and you automatically speak English to them, instant rude. So just don't. Don't be stupid. But for the most okay, part, well, I mean, that's kind they're of what okay, I expected. They're okay with people if you try and respect and you respect their culture. They're good. Um, if you just go up and start speaking loud English to them, they'll be assholes to well, you. Well, no, and but I totally you, you do know that if you speak louder, they'll understand you better. Oh, totally. <laughs> totally. So speak the loudest you can. Right. Slow it down. Slow your English down so they yes, understand speak you. speak English! <laughs> Make sure you order a Diet Coke. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wait. Coke Light. Um, but yeah, for the most part, they're fine as long as you make an effort to speak their language because you are in their country. Right. You're and visiting. not everyone's You're visiting. Now they English. should be they should be goddamn welcoming, but you should also be humble. Exactly. And make an effort because if it's they a two came way over street. here and started speaking their language and didn't even attempt to speak English. Oh, well, I already know what Americans say like exactly. you're in America. Why don't you speak goddamn English? Exactly. Because people Same are thing. fucking stupid. Same thing. Yeah. But I've had no problems. Well, that's good. I hope to be doing more so foreign travel. learn another language, people, or at least a little bit of it. Well, yeah. There's plenty of podcasts. Speaking of foreign countries, have you been reading much about um, how uh, uh, Chile is finding um, more of the Moai? They're, they're unburying yes, most of them. them. Found out that there's like whole bodies under there. Now, we've known that, this for some time. there's whole bodies. But they're finding even uh, more of them. Do I need to direct I know, you to your... And they're excavating dream. more of them and um, discovered that some of them have boners. 
Of course, it's a sign of fertility. Well, I think that's amazing that the, 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 that the Moai boners have been discovered. Because I grew up. How long? Did I grew they go up in up? a time when Moai only had heads, and then we found out they had shoulders and chest areas, and now. Now, in 2015, we know they had boners. Well, yeah, it's a sign of fertility and strength and how I suppose, solid I suppose is. a stone boner would be strong. I would assume so. Now, you know how many people, once they unsurface them, are going to be taking pictures on those? Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to, like, go down the steps into the hole and, and, and rub up on... They probably won't let you touch it. They'll but charge you. They'll yeah, charge you. you. Wanna touch They'll the, make a You want to touch the stone moai boner. Mm-hmm. You, ha- you have to pay extra. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing it's not copper. It'd be all shiny. Well, yeah. Just something I've been kind of following a lot lately. I just find it really interesting that there's still more to learn about cultures. And and, and with Stonehenge, they're finding, they're using um, the uh, satellite imaging that penetrates um, the ground to find out that there are more and more parts of Stonehenge that have yet to be discovered and discovering more. And, And actually, the Stonehenge that we're all familiar with is a little tiny compared to everything mm-hmm. else that they're discovering. And that it was a much bigger civilization. And now there's even more debate about was it druids, was it whoever, I don't know, um, aliens. Well, and I just came back from Pompeii. Yeah. And we toured Pompeii and they said, this isn't it. There's way more to be uncovered. It's like 75% uncovered and they've been you know, working on it since the 1880s, I want to say. Yeah, get a move Late on. 1800s. Get a move on. So, but it's, it's actually really better. Cool. It's better that they go slow so that it unfolds over time. Right. It may have disappeared in an instant, but let's rediscover it over time because it's interesting, and then it keeps it more mysterious. Mm-hmm. I think. You just can like, see. just like the Moai, just like uh, Easter Island. Find well, I yeah, I archaeology I find very interesting. Maybe we'll maybe we'll oh, talk specifically about urban archaeology and tiki archaeology later uh, next week, as we were already asked to do. Um, but I, I want to talk about one more thing before we have to go this way. Okay. Do you remember way back when, when our palates were less Unrefined. cultured <laughs> when it came to alcohol? Sure. What was the first drink we had on this podcast? The one that tasted like barbecue sauce? No, 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 no. That was the not pama- No, not no, pomegranate. No, no. The Ponceria Martini? No, 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 no. The Loman? No. <laughs> I forget. The pineapple pussy. That's right. The PNP. Yes. So the pineapple pussy was literally nothing more than equal parts OJ and pineapple juice. Now, fresh squeezed OJ, of course. Right. And grenadine. Grenadine. And I'm sorry, it's delicious. Vodka. It's delicious. Not See, rum. now you'd put rum in it. Vodka. Right. Uh, the blue label Smirnoff, the higher proof vodka. And a splash of grenadine were to make it a fleshy were pink we color. Feel, filtering then? No, we weren't. Filtering the cheap no, vodka? We that was the first drink we ever had in the show. I won't even serve that to anyone anymore. I think it's delicious. Well, I know you do. Uh, but it, you know, I would I would have to play We've with it. We've had some hits and there have been some misses. I would have to play with it and I would have to use a real homemade pomegranate grenadine and oh. not roses in the bottle. The pineapple P-U-S-S-Y 2.0. And I would, the, yeah, the vodka that's has to it. go out can the window. Can you bring back, can you resurrect well, that's some why, of your drinks? That's why we're here. Ah. So, 
I have dozens of recipes. Pick out some resurrected at drinks If you click on the cocktails link, and then if you wa- listen to all of our episodes, you'll find another forty plus hidden drink recipes. Are that they Easter eggs? I never, they are Easter eggs because I recite the recipes and how to mix them in the shows. But I don't always put them. It was before I was put, doing a photo and and a and a blog entry for every. Oh, you've been doing drink. that for a while. But there was a time where there's a good forty plus drinks where I didn't do that. And also where we tried other people's drinks. The lost and drinks. And kind of the rated lounge. them. So, yeah. So, we're going to do Kahuna Kevin, another drink from his book next week. And then... Do I need to bring my pink book back? No. <laughs> and then we're going to go back in time and dig Ooh. up some of my older recipes. And I'm going to make one and go, you know what? Now I would do this instead. I would right. change the rum. I would change an ingredient. I would add more of this, less of this, etc. Because, you know, you have to perfect things over time. And some of right. these I haven't visited in a long time. And some of them I have. Like the Sand Pirate. I love that drink, but it needs something. It needs something. More citrus? Um, it's got a lot of citrus more in it already. More citrus Grapefruit and lime. Um... Just so we'll layer. have to we'll have to look at that one. And liquid smoke. <laughs> no, 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 no. So that's going to give us something to do, cocktail wise. Uh, that kind of plans out the show. And then um, Dirk Yates. Uh, he is known in the tiki community, especially the Southern Californian Palm Springs area, and he gets out to the International Tiki Marketplace in Huntington Beach. Um, he created a box set of Liar's Dice. Are you familiar with Liar's Dice, Pumpkin? I can say that I am. You can't say or you can? I, what? (laughs) So you're not, okay. Now, neither was I. Now, it is a dice game. It must be the maple syrup getting to me. It is a dice game that that includes bluffing your opponent or opponents. Right, right. And it is a game that I had never played before. Like Balderdash or bullshit or... Well, I mean... Where you have something and then you... There's less rules than that. So so Dirk, with his his own art, he designed the art that goes on the side of the box. Um, It's a nice distressed-looking box with a slide-open... Um, door, and then inside are the cups and a sack of dice and a sack of doubloons that go along with the game as well. And just artistically, I think it's really cool. And then there's a little insert here, of course, that tells you a little bit about Dirk Yates. You can go, of course, to, or you can email him, Dirk at YatesStudio.com. And Dirk is also very active on Facebook, so you can find Dirk Yates there. It's Y-A-T-E-S, Dirk, D-I-R-K, Dirk Yates. And um, he has this kind of whole uh, series going on about the pirates of Lana Pua. Lana Pua? Pua. Is that a mythical place? Dirk has created it. Right. And so there's an ongoing story about the Pirates of Lanapua, and the Liar's Dice is just one of the things that go along with that. Now, is that a Pacific Island, I'm assuming? You know what? I'll have to ask Dirk. Uh, Does the island have a a physical location, and can we go there? Yes, I don't think we can go there, technically. Oh. 
but uh, we're gonna so we're gonna we're gonna play Liar's Dice, I believe, next week. Oh. <laughs> and so you're just explaining it to me well, now. No, it's so just a tease. It it's later. just a tease. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we're gonna we're gonna play it next week. Are you are you making a note of everything that you're going to be doing next week? Because you've mentioned several things. Well, actually, I do that, that when I going to be when doing. I when I edit the show. Oh, okay. I I do write things down because you're I have to put them. You're promising. You're promising an awful to, lot. We're gonna do the rhythmatics <laughs> next week. We're gonna do another Kev- Kahuna Kevin cocktail from his new book and we're going to do Liar's Dice. So I remember... No, you've, you've also talked about the history of Tiki. <laughs> well, and that and that is... Um, that, yeah, that's going to be the yeah, tougher one. Yeah, yeah. So the whole you, next episode you have, is You have out. promised a lot. You're looking at a two-hour episode and next I gotta, time there, And buddy. i got to get going here for a massage. So um, <laughs> let's finish up the last couple minutes of the show by playing you a couple of tunes by Les Baxter, because I think that sounds appropriate. So, so far, I'm liking the iTunes music, the, yeah. or Apple music, whatever's going on here. I don't know. And I'm glad, Pumpkin, you could join us in the lounge. Oh, I thank you. We should do it again. Oh, we should, shouldn't we? We should. <laughs> we didn't even get to talk about my upcoming nuptials, but maybe well, some other time. Well, and I didn't even get to talk about my cookbook. Sorry. I love Sorry. my vintage cookbooks and my tips for hosting. I know you do. I know you do. Well, that kind of goes along with your nuptials. We'll have to get to that next time. Well, I want to thank Talking everybody. Party etiquette. For joining us here, yeah. For joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. Uh, we have lots to talk about, apparently, on next episode. Yes, you sure do. Whether or not Pumpkin's here. It depends on the date and the time. So hang on to all that. We'll be back shortly. <laughs> and until next time, <laughs> mahalo. mahalo.